0: While I was interested in you, you, there was another guy that was interested in me. Right, but there just wasn't that same chemistry. Chemistry, maybe. I, I don't know. How do I know for sure? Because I wanted you to be. I, I'm not entirely. sure. It's a hard question, isn't it? It really is. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how do you know you found the one?
1: Perfect. The one.
0: Is mine on?
1: Yes. Talk to me in that one.
0: Why do you have headphones? You ready to go? Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm always,
0: I'm always ready to go, but I'm always kind of wondering what exactly it is that uh, we're going to be talking about because I know for sure you didn't tell me what it was ahead of time. So
1: here's the question for you. Okay. Okay. When we were dating, how did you know I was the one?
0: How did I know you were the one?
1: How did you know this is the guy I'm supposed to marry? And same question to me. How did I know you were the one I was supposed to marry?
0: Well, because you said. <laughs> this is just a funny, it's not the actual um, answer, but. Okay. Because when we were at your uh, going away party for when you were leaving for Virginia to go to school. Yep. And I got invited to that. We talked a little bit about that on yep. one of our last podcasts. Um, when you introduced me to your dad. Right. You said, um, D- uh, Shannon, this is my dad. Dad, this is my Shannon. Little Total slip up there. Freudian slip. Yes, so that's how I knew because yeah. you had claimed me right then and there before we had even gotten to know one another very well.
1: And so it was a sign <laughs> from God. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's funny. Isn't
1: that funny? This is a big question I actually get a lot with my clients, and I see it all over the internet. People are wondering, how do you know if this is the one? Right. If you're dating, when do you go from dating to thinking about having a partner, having right. a spouse?
0: Well, I think for me, um, as I think back, there were there were certain things that I was looking for in a guy. The, the few dates that we went on before you left for Virginia um, – you were a total gentleman. You uh, treated me politely and kindly. You didn't try to... You weren't like this macho, like in my space kind of guy, like some guys that I had met. Right. Um, and a couple of the key things were I had always wanted to marry a youth pastor. And mm-hmm. so when we started talking about what you were going to Virginia to study and that you were going to be a youth pastor, boy, things just went ding, ding, ding. And you had asked me what I was looking for in a guy or something, or what I wanted to, what kind of a person I wanted to marry. And I was like, well, shoot, now that he's told me what he's going to study in Virginia, I can't tell him that I have always wanted to marry a youth pastor, because that will freak him out, and he'll run away.
1: Run for the hills, yeah. Yes.
0: So so those were a couple of things... uh, hugely just remember this sense of, man, I've never been treated so well by a guy before. Mm -hmm. That's key. Um, And he wants to be what I've always wanted to marry. Right. So that was kind of key. So those were the things that really got me going, okay, I really am interested in this guy. I'm really thinking this would be fun. And then as we got to know each other, when you came back and we went to school together, um, there was there was just this connection for me and it just, I just enjoyed being with you and around you and we both had kind of the same goals and we wanted to, to, to move in the same direction.
1: So back to that values thing that we always talk about. If you, you have to be moving in the same direction right. if you're going to travel through life with someone and if their goals or their values are so different than yours, it would, it creates conflict right. because Even, you both are trying to fight for what you want.
0: Right. Even if there's tremendous chemistry. Yeah. Um. And But you don't have the same values or goals.
1: But how did chem- you know I was the one because all those boxes that I ticked are good, but I wasn't the only human being out there that ticks all those boxes or so probably some other guys somewhere
0: probably not but also while I was interested you in you there was another guy that was interested in me right but there just wasn't that same chemistry chemistry maybe I don't know how do I know for I because I wanted you to be I I'm not entirely sure it's a hard question isn't it it really is I just knew that I liked being around you and I wanted to spend a lot of time with you. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And and because you ticked all those boxes and because I enjoyed being with you, I couldn't see any reason that there would be to not marry you hmm. um, except for the fact that I didn't know where you were at. Yeah, And getting, and as it got closer to me graduating, I was getting a little more worried and like, okay, I think this is the guy but I don't know where he's at, and this is stressing yeah. me out.
1: And that's when you wanted to have another DTR so that we can figure out where are we going. Right. What does this relationship mean? Right. The thing I come back to with a lot of my clients and, again, with a lot of people out there is, is they're trying to figure out. They approach marriage like they approach uh, buying a car if it ticks all the boxes and if it looks good then i'm going to try this one out until it no longer satisfies me right. until i'm ready to upgrade or if this one breaks down or doesn't work the way i want it to i can i can trade it in i can upgrade i can sell it i can move on to the next thing there's this consumeristic mentality even around dating and relationships that I need to find something or someone that makes me happy, that satisfies me, that fulfills me, that that completes me, um, that it's, it's it's approaching marriage and how do I get what I want? Mm-hmm. And so that's why they ask the question of how do I find the right one? Hear the language in there? I'm trying to right. find the right one that's going to satisfy and make me happy. Right. And I think that is massively flawed and is what keeps me employed as a counselor right now. Um, is because when you approach marriage in that way you start to destroy people's hearts you start to use people rather than um, love people rather than enter into a relationship with them so right. here's the here's the bad news of this conversation I didn't know you were the one <laughs> I don't actually think you were the one for me. I chose to make you the one. Huh. I said, out of all these other people, I could potentially choose because there were people who ticked off the boxes, some in different boxes than others, but I choose to make you the one and now I invest into when when you're broken down and you're not going as fast as I want you to go and you've lost some horsepower, I'm willing to invest the energy and effort into fixing into redeeming into helping you become better rather than thinking of trading you in right
0: that's that's an uh interesting way to put it i actually when you said that it resonated yeah. with me because you're asking me how did i know and i'm going well i don't know that there's that answer but the, the truth is there was another guy who was interested yeah. in me but i chose you yeah I chose to pursue that relationship. I chose to go that route.
1: And I believe that's actually really good news for most people who are looking for relationships out there because when you do it the other way of, how do I know I find the right one? It's out of your control. Right. It's like, oh, I'm lucky enough to have stumbled across the person who who meets all my needs versus, no, 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 no. I have lots of options here and... I can make this into something amazing, something right. just a, a fantastic relationship. Again, you we've said every marriage is a fixer-upper. You're never going to find the person who's perfect right. and is easy to be married to. And when you go into, into the relationship going, I choose to make you the one, right. and your spouse chooses to make you the one, right. that creates a secure marriage. That's the whole concept that we are trying to teach people here of stop trying to find the one and man up or woman up and learn how to learn how to have the skills to make a marriage successful. Right. It isn't by chance that you just find a perfect person who doesn't need any work. Right. That's never going to happen. It's a learned skill set. Just like playing basketball, just like everything else is I can learn how to do marriage. And that means... I choose to make you the one that I'm going to devote my time, energy and effort to right now. Keeping all that in mind, I actually think there's some deal breakers out there when it comes to relationships that people should be aware of. We should do an entirely different podcast on that of what are the what are the signs that say you should run for the hills for someone um, when you are dating them? Because there are some legitimate mental health issues that if you choose to get married to those, you now have to become an expert. You have to have a master's level uh, understanding and, and and experience working with this specific mental health issue. Uh, so some of those, I think, would be um, uh, filters to decide if you should enter into a relationship with someone or not. Um, some history, some past choices, um, lots of those things which would determine if this person is a wise person to take on the project, sure. and again, not project as in codependency, but in I know I'm going to have to sacrifice myself a lot for this person. Right, it's going to be a lot for more for the rest of my life. I
0: mean, we we sacrifice all the time, all the time. in marriage for yep. one another. But when you are facing those types of issues, your sacrifice is yep. quadruple the amount, and it's a lot of effort and yep. energy and yep on your part.
1: And here's the other thing. hmm I chose to make you the one 26 years ago, but I choose to make you the one. Every day when I wake up right. and I look at you 26 years later going, huh, I actually, I actually appreciate, I appreciate who you've become. It's actually easier to choose you now than it was even back then. Back then it was hormones and, and right. you know, energy and warm fuzzies Lovey and all, dovey. Things, all those, yeah, that's not what makes marriages work 26 years later. Right. I choose... I choose you every day and again, you've you've actually made it easier to choose you because you are just such um, a wonderful human being who's been doing your work, who's been learning how to love me better, who's been um, learning how to grow and improve yourself. You're not the same woman you were 26 years ago. No. Hallelujah. (laughs) And I'm not the same And you're not either. No. Hallelujah. Right. And it's nice to be able to look at each other going, I like her who you've become as a human being right. and again that's not because because I picked the right person that's because you have become right that person right and I do my best to become that person for you right every day
0: I, I often think about if if we weren't who we are now if we were if we now were still the same as we were when we first got married Yep. we wouldn't be married no
1: still. oh my gosh absolutely not no it would have been unsustainable
0: Un, yeah completely and utterly unsustainable so growth has to happen in yeah. marriage in people yeah. in individuals to to be able to just sustain and build and make your marriage continue to yep. be w- good yep. if that made any sense
1: so thanks for becoming the one for me
0: thank you thanks for choosing me
1: you're welcome If there's anyone out there who's listening to this and you've been wrestling with that question of how do i find the one we would seriously have you consider reframing the question going how can i choose someone and then intentionally purposely live sacrificially for that person as i help redeem their story and help them become a better human being i would argue that would be the one thing you want to look in someone else is are they willing to live sacrificially for you and help redeem your bag of crazy that you're bringing into this relationship, and and learn how to love you unconditionally. That is the thing to be looking for, um, in terms of a skill set. And that skill set can be learned. I didn't know how to do that well with you. No. When I first got married to you. No. And you had no idea how. I had no idea how to do, that,
0: no how yep. to do that at and,
1: all. And so, if you want to learn those skill sets and and the six essential elements of learning how to love selflessly this is why we've put together the secure marriage framework and our online stuff so that you can actually learn those lessons even before you're married yeah in fact there's no better time to go through those things than before you're married so you have those skill sets in place and when you know what those skill sets are you're going to recognize them in other, other people. people yeah when you have that knowledge you will actually start to um, find other people who have those same values and those same skill sets as well. So, if you if this is all new to you, you don't you don't know what those six things are. Go to securemarriage.com right now. It actually starts with three free videos that are going to walk you through um, kind of the communication process and how communication either leads to a conflict or how it can actually lead into connection. And you want to get off that conflict cycle onto the connection cycle. And those six elements, the six parts of the Secure Marriage framework are the exact tools to stop uh, ending up in conflict with people and start getting truly connected with people. And you might actually get connected with the one with with your soulmate, with with the person who completes you just like Renee Zellweger and Tom Cruise <laughs> again it makes really good movies it makes really crappy real life so if this again if these concepts are new to you uh, please don't wait if you're thinking about getting married if you're thinking about dating if you're dating that person you're going I wonder if we should go further save a few dollars in marriage counseling, in premarital counseling and all those things and, and jump on our online course and it will walk you through those things and answer those questions for you. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wonder anymore. You'll be able to know for certain, does this person have the skills that's going to help our marriage thrive and survive and, and get better and better? Or are they missing a few things? And more importantly, do you have those skills? do you have those skills to offer to someone else? So securemarriage.com is the place to look, right? Yep. Perfect.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you'd like more information, you can go to Mm -hmm. securemarriage.com. You can also go to our Facebook page where we've got lots of information. We're on Instagram, and you can listen to our other podcast episodes on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep.
1: And if you happen to like them and enjoy them, feel free to actually leave us a review, an honest review, um, and then, you know, the five-star thing if that feels appropriate to you, because that actually helps other people find this podcast and, and a lot of this helpful information. So if you feel like leaving us a review, we'd love to have the, have you do that.
0: You can also leave us reviews on uh, YouTube because we've got
1: videos there as well. That's right. We are All about the social medias.
0: Yes, we are.
1: Yes, we are. Anyway, thanks for listening today. We'll um, see you next time. (laughs) Bye bye. Bye bye.